All right, here we go. This is the news for August 3rd. I missed out uh, yesterday or last Friday because uh, the Union Pacific Big Boy was coming through town. And, well, I just couldn't pass that one up. So here we go. Back with the show. I've got some news for you and interesting stuff. And we'll see how it goes. All right. Welcome to the Trucking with Kingfish show. Keeping that hammer down all across the nation Checking cities off his list Sharing stories of the road right here on his station You are listening to the Kingfish Yes, you've tuned in to the Kingfish Radio Network Expand your mind on the open road with Kingfish right here. All right, here we go. We got a new setup here where we're using a boom to hold the microphone up. And it might be a little noisy, but let's see how it goes. All right, first bit of news. Let's go on with it. This one's, it's not trucking related, but this one's pretty cool. This is, uh, the U.S. Postal Service is... Uh, celebrating military dogs. So they're releasing some forever stamps uh, with the military dogs. And I think this is really cool. You know, I mean, these are animals that, you know, just have done a lot for the military and, you know, saved countless lives. And, you know, it's just amazing, these animals. So they finally got their own uh, postal stamp, and I'm totally down with that. And it looks like they're representing the, the four breeds that the military uses a lot, apparently. German Shepherds, uh, Belgian uh, Malinois, uh, Dutch Shepherd, and uh, Labrador Retrievers are the big animals that they use. So, you know, what I suggest is go to the post office, ask them for the military dogs, uh, stamp, show your sport. It's great animals. Um, I just can't say enough about them, so I'm a big fan. All right, let's go on to the second thing. Uh, Big G Express uh, truck drivers raised over $30,000 for St. Jude's Children Hospital. Uh, they did a motorcycle ride just recently. And uh, I think that's fantastic. Uh, you know, these guys got to ride their bikes. They did a charity ride. They had a good time. Showed their support for St. Jude's. You know, it's a, it's a fabulous, uh, you know, charity. Um, well, I'm not sure. You know, it's just a great, fabulous organization. And, uh, you know, they, they deal with childhood cancer. I mean, these it's just a fabulous organization. And it's really great that these guys got behind that. So Big G Express, two thumbs up for you guys. And, uh, you know, I just can't say enough. I just think that's really cool. Um, Big G Express is 100% uh, employee-owned. And looks like uh, they do truckload. And they were founded in 95 by uh, Jack and Pat Marsh. Uh, what is it? Uh, they became uh, employee owned in 2009. Uh, and they have over 750 employees. Personally, myself, I have no experience with them. They didn't pay for any of this. I just thought it was really cool what they did. So, big, big G Express drivers, two thumbs up. All right. Now, here's one. Here's a pet peeve I have. 
I'm just zipping through these, all right? Here's a pet peeve. Bike and scooter rental industry worth $10 billion by 2027. Exclusive report. Now, they're talking about adding these scooters all over the place. Now, I live near Milwaukee. They just added these scooters to Milwaukee as a test program. They're all over the place. They're laying on the ground. They're in the grass. People leave them all over the place. There's no docking station they have to drive them into. Uh, as for me, I don't know. As it is, I'm not a fan. They're not supposed to be on a sidewalk, but they are. They're literally all over the place. I don't know. Uh, I just I just don't. Uh, I'm not a big fan of it. Now, the bicycles with the with the docks that you have to return and all that, I, I, I totally dig on that. I think that's pretty clean. It's pretty nice, but these scooters—they're just—they're you know, just racing all over town. It's just ridiculous. So, no, not a big fan of the scooters, but not because of the companies per se, but mostly because of the way that people treat it. Now, I was up in Portland. I was at the Seven Eleven. I just picked up the load, and I asked the girl, "I said, how do you deal with these things? Because they've been in Portland for a while." And she said, "Well, they throw them in the river." So, I don't know. We got Lake Michigan. Maybe that's a good place to throw them. You know, throw them all out in Lake Michigan. They're really annoying. Not a big fan of scooters. All right. And here's a lighthearted one. All right. Kids are getting ready to go to college. This is a big deal. Uh, let's move on. And, uh, you know, the Car Care Council put out a press release, you know, how to take care of your four steps to sending your car away for, to college. So you're going to give the kids the used car. You're going to say, you know, you want a new one. What do you do with the old one? Don't trade it in. Give it to the college kid. Best thing you can do, get a send-off vehicle inspection. You know, before they leave, you want to make sure they're safe. You know, they're thinking of other things. You know, go to your good mechanic. You know, go to the guy you trust. Have him take a good look at it. You know, have him go over everything. Uh, next, make an emergency plan. You know, throws him to make sure the spare tire is good. He's got, you know, he's got whatever he needs, you know, an extra phone, you know, in the glove box, first aid kit, maybe some bottled water, flashlight, stuff like that. Whatever you think you need for an emergency on the side of the road. Because as a parent, let's face it, you're going to be thinking about that stuff a lot more than your kid is. He's not going to be thinking about it at all. And you've already had these problems happen. So go ahead and do that. Hit the books. Encourage your child to learn about auto care. Yeah, teach them about, you know, changing the oil, uh, tire pressure, you know, just the basic stuff. Maybe have, you know, go to the local mechanic. Ask the local mechanic, hey, you know, you charge per hour for labor. Uh, sit here and talk to my kid, you know, you know, do his oil change and spend an hour or two and go over everything on the car with him. And charge me for your whatever you charge for labor, you know. And teach him everything about this car he needs to know. I did that with a tea bucket. Uh, I inherited my grandfather's tea bucket. Really, not much. I'm not very mechanical. So I went to South Milwaukee Auto here. Dave, Dave does great work. I said, Dave, I, you know, I'm not mechanical. I don't know nothing, but I want to know about this car. So take me into the lift, you know, show me everything. Dave took me in the lift, showed me everything, didn't even charge me. We were there for a couple hours. You know, this is just fantastic. But I would have gladly paid. And I would have paid the service, you know, whatever it was per hour they make, you know, that they charge. Dave's the owner, so whatever he charges per hour, I would have done. 
it was well worth it to me. I got to I got underneath this car. It's very tight under there. It's a lot of the ground. There's things I never would have saw. Things I never would have seen. Uh, do the same thing with your kid. You know, take them down there. Yeah, that's the best way to do it. And stay on. Oh, let's go on to the next. Stay on schedule. Uh, you know, make a list. You know, when was the last time the oil was changed? When was the last time you changed the brake fluid? When was the last time you changed whatever? Now, brake fluid. I grew up in Southern California, so we didn't have a lot of humidity. I got up here to the Midwest, and I found out that brake fluid actually will absorb the humidity. So, you know, change maybe just change all the fluids before the kid leaves for college. Just, you know, just, you know, and that'd be a good time to, uh, you know, have that class. You know, have that good mechanic give the, give your kid a class. You go to a mom and pop shop, they're, you know, you go to a good one, they'll do it for you. So, Anyway, that's my suggestion on that one. But the Car Care Council, uh, you know, it's the four things they suggest. I think those are good things. Uh, kids are, you know, and it's just, you know, they're, they're, they're going to college. They're, they're not going to be thinking about this stuff. You know, another thing you might do, uh, find some hidden spot in the car and hide, a, hide 50 bucks. You know, or put a you know a gift card or something in there to whatever, and then that way, uh, if uh, you know there's, there's any issues, you could say there's fifty bucks in the glove box, or underneath the spare tire or whatever, and then that'll get them under whatever, out of whatever situation they need. So just something to think about. All right, now this isn't trucking related, but I think this is kind of cool. Southpaw has a Forester. So that's why I was thinking about this one. This one's for Southpaw. Subaru sells 2 millionth Forester in the USA. Subaru has sold 2 million Foresters in the USA. And you know what? I believe that because those things are all over the place. But uh, Subaru has achieved 11 consecutive years of growth Okay, in the U.S. So they're kicking butt. Uh, Southpaw, you've heard of in an early episode. He has one of these things. He loves it. He, uh, he swears by it, and uh, as cheap as he is, and he is really cheap, um, it's got to be a good vehicle. I mean, a man is really, really cheap. And it says here, and this is amazing, 97% of Foresters sold in the last 10 years are still on the road today. Hmm, I wonder about that 11th year. But still, 97% of them are still on the road? That's pretty good. So, and I guess they're like 25 grand. Jeez. Remember when you had to buy a house for 25 grand, not a car. So, good for you, Subaru. All right. The, uh, let's see what else we got here. Uh, Key by Amazon in-car delivery now available for third-generation Acura RDX owners. Okay, what that means is, that Amazon can go, if you have a Acura RDX, Amazon can go up to your car and they can open your trunk and they can put your packages in your car. Um, I, you know, I don't know. You know. Maybe that's a good idea. I don't know. I just don't, I don't see it. But if that's what you're into, you know, you can do that. Uh, I just, I don't know. It just doesn't, uh, doesn't appeal to me. You know, there's no cost for it. But I, yeah, I just don't know, you know. This is not my thing. All right, let's see what else we got here. 
now that we're on Amazon. Cargo Jet handles record volumes to meet Prime Weekend. Amazon Prime just the yeah, Amazon just did their Prime thing. And uh, let's see what it says here. Cargo Jet handled in excess of one million pounds more than an average week and operated twenty three additional flights for Prime Week with a hundred percent on time reliability. Well, good for them. And CargoJet in Canada is a leading provider of time-sensitive overnight air cargo services and carries over 1,300,000 pounds of cargo each business day. Well, when they're carrying 1,300,000 pounds per day, I guess an additional, uh, you know, 1 million pounds on average, you know, is, you know, it's not too bad, so... Car- yeah, it's what it says. Cargo jet handled in excess of 1 million pounds more than an average week and operated 23 additional flights. So, yeah. I don't know. I kind of stumbled through that one, but they delivered. Cargo jet handled a lot of freight. Good for you guys. And that uh, means people are buying stuff. There's nothing wrong with that. So, it's all good stuff. So, anyway, not too much else. Uh, let's see. Nope, that's it. So, anyway. I missed out last week. I saw the Union Pacific Big Boy. I waited for it in Utah. It was an earlier thing I did, uh, one of the earlier episodes, and waited a couple hours for it because I thought I'd never see it come close. And then my, I got home and my wife was like, hey, you know that big train you saw? And I go, yeah. She goes, it's going to be right up the street going through. And I was like, what? It was like about a mile away. Yeah, that thing was uh, it was pretty fantastic. It was really cool. And the nice thing about it, it was so loud. Oh my goodness, it was so loud. It totally, totally, I, I think I got a recording of it. It might have blown out my my mic. I don't know. Um, it went by so fast. So, kind of hard to say, but oh my goodness, that thing was loud. Oh, jeez. So anyway, I'm here at the house. Getting, I got to get ready for work. Uh, leaving out for Portland tomorrow morning. On Polar Steps, we're up to 51,800 miles. Uh, you know, on this bid, with bid will be over soon. Some will be over soon. Uh, last couple of days, took the days off, just drove the midlife crisis cars around, had a good time. And Mustang and uh, convertible and uh, T bucket, yeah, bright yellow T bucket, which makes everybody smile. Grandpa's car, it's not really mine. And I got to play with my grandson, so life is good. All right, I'll uh, cut this one off, and I think I'll have some more stuff for Monday. I'm going to try to do the Friday thing regularly. I'm trying to do it where it releases at 7 in the morning. But it's just, uh, I'm just, I'm working on trying to get my routine down. So just bear with me. All right. I hope everybody has a great day and I will talk to you later.